Toss like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Boy, you moving too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 240 on the spot. Okay, I'm the dog. Now they're begging me to stop. No. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the seventh episode of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. I'm here with today with Isaac Bublé, Will McAlinden, and myself, Joel Solomon. How are you, boys? Not bad, gentlemen. How's it going? Very good. Pretty exciting watching the Olympics, to be honest. Yeah, online school is good while watching it. Oh, lucky, man. Well, kind of, it's not really. <laughs> How you going, Macca? Just chilling. Recovered from your hospital trip? Yeah, I have feeling, actually feeling quite good. Like, Did they coming back, I've actually had some really good sessions and I'm just... I'm just feeling fresh now. I don't okay. know. They probably, they probably drugged you up while you were in yeah. there. Buddy. No, they actually <laughs> didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Who knows? Probably just the air in there. They probably fed you burritos while you were sleeping. Look like probably you put on muscles, mate. What would they, they give you? What they have jabbing yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. Burritos. All that nandrolone. Maybe Shelby works there. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac, how's your bike riding going? It's going good. Started swimming last week, which is a good change of change of scenery. So um, you're, practic- you're practically a triathlete now. Pretty much, except for the running part. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. Peyton <laughs> Craig, hit me up. I'll take you down any day, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any any exciting news for this week? Not really. Just a normal week. Um, yeah, I might as well get into my Take weekend. Take us through it. Yeah, so um, I started off with a bike workout on Tuesday. At this point, this was our last day of lockdown, so um, couldn't swim yet. But um, the workout was four by two minutes off 30 seconds, then a 20-minute acceleration and a 30-minute tempo. Um, that was five minutes easy riding between each, so that was pretty good. An hour 45 all up, including warm and cool down. Um, then on Wednesday, just had... An easy 60 minutes, followed by four by five minutes off 90 seconds, eight by one minutes off 30 seconds, and a 15 minute tempo on Thursday. Um, on the bike. On the bike. On the bike. And then on Friday, I did ride, but I did like 40 minutes, but I forgot to upload it on Strava. Um, that was while watching the 10k, which was a great race. We'll talk about that mm. later. Amazing. And then on Saturday, had my first swim, did 650 metres, so like 26 laps, which was like roughly 15 minutes of swimming. My watch wasn't um, too accurate. It kind of added on a bit because I got out of the pool to like, clean my goggles at one point, and that kind of cooked <laughs> it, I think. Um, and then that night... Your, your swimming um, average pace was pretty doo-doo. When I was uh, injured for a week like, a couple months ago... Wait, that was my first swim, buddy. Oh, so, yeah. And that's just Lucky. a guess as well. I don't know how long I was going for. Lucky how they had lifeguards around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Settle down. Um, <laughs> then on well, that night, Saturday, I just did an easy 60-minute progression and then cool down after that. Um, that was while watching some more athletics. Um, then on Sunday morning, rode to the pool and did a K. It was about 20 minutes of swimming. Um bit of rest between each lap, still need to get used to swimming, 
Um, my goal by the end of this is to be able to swim a K non-stop. Like, that'll be tough, but I reckon Is serious, Isaac? I'm serious. Oh, my God. Did you start? Sorry, sorry. Did you swim as a kid? Oh, <laughs> uh, we did two weeks. For two weeks every year in primary school, we did swimming lessons. Oh, my God. Well, my training I partner, Tom Diamond, can swim a K in 19 minutes, so that's what's motivating He's me. Trying to take him down. Mate, I had to swim since I was like three till I got in year nine every week. Mate. I stopped swimming like year eight. Oh, yeah, probably year eight. Mate, I want a varsity two in a swimming race. What was your... That should be right. My fastest... Well, it was weird. With swimming, at the start, it felt kind of hard, like as in like at the start on Sunday. Like the, the more you swim... Like by you the run end 358 of, for 1500 and then you call swimming hard. No, no, as in like the first few laps of the swim feel hard, but then it gets easier throughout like the swim. Yeah, it was weird. Going, like, off the pace. No, I was going faster. <laughs> like by, by the end, I was doing like, you know, breathing every six strokes, getting, getting the times down, and it felt easier than at like the first lap. Oh, yeah. Good. I don't know, maybe the lungs had warmed up. But my fastest are 20, because it's a 25 minute pool, my yeah. fastest lap was 20 seconds. Not too bad. That's like what? Times that by a two. Minute, it's Forty that's seconds. A minute, that's a minute twenty one hundred pace. If you yeah. can maintain it. If yeah. I could maintain it, yeah. Yeah, that's twenty five meters, mate. Yeah, that's that's oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I can run a thirteen second one hundred. That means I can run four hundred meters in. No, I said pace. I said 120 pace. So you're limping twenty seconds for fifty meters, mate. You're like twenty yeah, seconds. Cook, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, then rode home and did a 60-minute easy ride. So for the day, that was like yeah, 80 minutes of riding. Um, so, yeah, solid week. Been doing the upper body stuff as well, so keeping the core strong and getting swole, going to the arm farm. Um, so, yeah, good week. And sorry for the viewers because someone's uh, – listeners because someone's microphone is just real nice. It's not mine. Goals. No, it's not. Goals. It's like windy, mate. It's not mine. Someone is windy. I think it's Isaac. I wouldn't be able to hear it if it was myself, though. Yeah, mate. Oh, no. yeah. All right, continue, though, Isaac. Might be mine. That was it. That was it. That was my whole week. Oh, uh-huh. good on your solid. How many Ks on the bike? Who knows? I don't really count Ks because I kind of like... I think the I broke the um thing on the exercise bike, the the distance thing. I dropped it. So yeah. Yeah. Alright. Will do you wanna fix your mic and go through your week? Yeah, I'll just quickly fix this um hold up. Should, should I go through my week first? No no I'm, this is all good. Just need to quickly Alright. So how many more weeks of you on the bike, Isaac? Four weeks till I can run again, um, but that would just be walk jog, so I'll still do like bike and swims for the yeah. fitness. Well, that's just my laptop. It's incredibly loud. Actually? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You got a weird laptop. Oh. Oh, wait. It went silent for a second. Is it good now? Nope. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, should I... We, we, we actually should have a swimming race. Like, if we somehow... Managed to like, I don't know, have the opportunity to do so. Wait, no, you guys come to Perth? 
No, next nationals. If you I'm guys first next nationals. I've got a pool at my house. We have like a I don't know. No, mate, we need a proper Olympic size pool, mate. Proper pool. <laughs> Day after nationals. Day after nationals, we just goggles, caps on. You can't swim without a cap. I, I think goggles. I think we would actually draw a crowd. We'll like and we'll announce it well, a week's prior to nationals, yeah. and we'll get like a crowd <laughs> down to WA swimming pool. Six and bones, bones will be huge by then. We'll wait till like the after party at athletics, and then us <laughs> underage teenagers can. Have a swimming party and a pool party. <laughs> At an Olympic pool. We'll hire it out. Yeah, we'll hire it out. Sticks and bones will be rich by then, so we can... Yeah. Yeah, well, don't even... Like, That's why you should like um, and subscribe and share with your mummy and daddies and your boys. That's definitely what you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do podcasts work? I think you just follow them. I think no, I follow us on No, the, download, the downloads help, so... Yeah. Mm. Anyway, anyway... And tell your friends to listen. Yeah. Take us through your week, Mac up. Alright, my week. Okay. So, I didn't run Monday, because it was the day post trip to the hospital, and obviously it's wise to not run after I've run myself, I've run so hard that I had an asthma attack and passed out and vomiting. So I didn't run Monday. Tuesday, I went for a 5k jog, my Coach told me to take all run all my easy runs this week slower. So this was at five sixteen pace, quite comfortable. When, uh, Wednesday had a session again. I took it a bit easier. This time we didn't do it through Bolt Park. We did it on the flat around Perry Lakes, which is like right next to Bolt Park. It was twenty minute tempo plus ten minute jog, and then. Five by thirty seconds on off. I forgot my watch that day, so I just someone added me. Caleb, man. Yeah, I, I just wasn't used to it, you know. Like I had to charge my watch, and I think I was still deluded from my trip to the hospital. Uh, so tempo the was, was having its effects. <laughs> the tempo was at three forty-seven. I felt smooth as butter. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh. Was that Thursday? Yeah, Thursday I went for a 6K jog again at 5.16 pace. This time in the new shoes, uh, New Balance 1080 V11s. Okay. First run, they didn't feel like – they thought they felt good, but, like, they didn't feel like anything like special. They felt cushioned and nothing amazing. I've – I'll just – and then – but, yeah, that was first run in them. Now I've broken into them. They feel – Almost like they feel like marshmallows. It's marshmallow. like you, you don't have to feel like you're working hard. Like I don't know because like I tried on my mates' invincibles and you sunk into but, them. Whereas with ten yeah. eights, it's still like it's quite soft, but like you know you don't lose. Yeah, it's it's just pretty good. By the way, this episode is not sponsored by New Balance, but New Balance if you would like to sponsor us, send us a DM. New Balance, you can hit us up now if you want to sponsor it once the episode's yeah. been released. <laughs> You'd hate to miss the opportunity because in two years' time we'll be we'll be yeah. uh, by Nike, all of us. Yeah, yeah, but I rate the 1080s. If you're looking for an easy running shoe, they're good and Very they nice. fit really well. You just have to adjust the lacing a bit because I got a bit of ankle movement at the back, like my heel was moving around a bit. But I just adjusted the lacing a bit, and now it fits like a sock. 
That's good. Terminology there, Maka. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, uh, another 5K jog at 5 minutes and 12 seconds per kilometre. And then after that, I went to my mate's house and with a bunch of guys from my squad and we watched the Olympic events for the night and that was good fun. I wish we Got could fat. do that. This <laughs> you wish you had a squad, Jolomon. No, but I just <laughs> wish I could see friends. I can't, <laughs> can't see anyone. <laughs> um, Mate, Saturday, that was made for four months in a row last year, don't worry. <laughs> Saturday morning, I went for a long run, not full long run, just 14Ks, 4.47. I've titled the run Faster Than the Rain. So uh, I did this long run by the coast, by the way. Uh, so I've titled the run Faster Than the Rain because we set off. It was an up and back loop along the coast, and we set off and then went on the way back, like 7.5K, 7Ks up, on the way back, we noticed that the pavement was wet and, like, all the – so we'd run north and then on the way back it had rained oh. the area that we'd left, like, half oh. of the route of our run. Oh. It was all wet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So we just came back and we're like, what? <laughs> we're completely dry and there were all these people wearing rain jackets. Nice. Yeah, you were so probably we, sad that you missed the rain because, like, you guys probably don't see rain often up in the desert. Well, our tracks being closed. Our, our glass, our grass tracks being closed because of um, it was flooded last Monday. Um, is that, is that go to training? Is that fifty percent of the tracks in WA? No, it's a grass track. We have we have more of those in, than any other state, I reckon. Oh yeah. How do you even have a grass? I didn't know you knew what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <isn't it? laughs> so yeah, our grass track was like well, McGillivray, which is our trainer. It's basically completely flooded, and the grass was ruined. So they've just closed it until. So we're recording this on Tuesday, so they've closed it until tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. So well, yeah, that's my week. Um, how many days? Let me check my mileage. It says forty-four. I thought it was four, but yeah, forty-four k's for the week. Solid wage. Yeah. And then I'll get back to full mileage this week because I'm feeling good. Good to take a recovery week after the hospital trip and state cross. Yeah, definitely was. Yep. Good man. All right. On my Monday, um, 26th of July, I did 8.45K, 40 minutes, 444. I titled it, I like synthetic. It was chilly. Because I've been doing a lot of my runs on the synthetic lately. Wonder why that is. Yeah, for your point. <laughs> um, then Tuesday, um, did nine k, four forty five per k. Um, captioned it good. Full stop. It was good. Full stop. Um, Hudson Giuseppe commented, "Let's go." Thanks, Hudson. Um, the goat. Afterwards, yeah. Afterwards, I did eight 20-second strides at 2.40 per K in the Invincibles and captioned it great, full stop. I don't know. How do you Invincibles feel on strides? Oh, I know it was just eight by 20-second strides, but I honestly thought I could drop Isaac in, like, when he, if he feels it. I felt so good. I'm down by the race me right now. i got my next percentage in sight. I'm the Dragons. I'll chuck them on. I'll be Wait, back to normal. Isaac, you can't walk. Oh, yeah. no, I can't. Oh, this week I can start 20 minute walks mate so, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, I felt so good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the next day, which was a Wednesday, I did, um, 9k, 445s, captioned it windy AF, great full stop. It was, I've never, okay, I've never run outside when it was that windy. Like, I literally was getting blown around and like, usually I go on my phone for a bit while I run and I couldn't even go on my phone because my phone was like getting blown out of my hand. And, yeah. Built different. He's got that pretty well lifestyle yeah. up in New South Wales. <laughs> Bit of wind and he feels like he's gonna die. Thursday. Yeah, you can't um, even run real grass trail. Thursday nine k at four forty sevens. Even WA um, has real grass, and apparently we're a desert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, got the Kenya singlet. And, uh, a nice photo of myself. Uh, it was like a jail photo, so, yeah, go peep the Strava. 9k, mm-hmm. 4.47, and I captured it. Is that it. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Oh, See me tomorrow representing Ethiopia in the men's triple jump. Um, yeah. DNF'd on that one. Um, <laughs> Saturday, 9k at 4.40s. Oh, felt great. Sunday, first daylight run in a while. Um, was at Jasper's farm. Hit up, hit up the trails. Those trails there are super nice. And we just did 4.5 out, 4.5 back, 5.05s to the forest, and was one of like my most enjoyable runs in a long time for Jasper. We just, that 45 minutes felt like 20 minutes. It gets away so quick. And, um, yeah, solid week. It was 50, oh no, 55k for the week. So getting back into the things, and this week will be another solid one. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Good to hear. Should we get into some uh, Aussie running results? Yep. Oh, Mac, I want to take us through. Uh, yeah. All right. I just need to quickly find the Perth Half Marathon was on today. I mean, Sunday, so I'll quickly get. Should, yeah. should I mention those in the results? or? Uh, yeah, you can mention it quickly. Yeah. Just make a brief edit here, I guess. Uh, let me take a bit. I'll just get started on yeah. the um, results. All right. So on Friday, Pat Tiernan ran in the 10K final. His time was 28. What was it? Oh, let's, let's first describe what happened. Um, okay. He was with so the pack. It was a very humid night. Um well, do you guys know what the temperature was like? The temperature uh, was like 30 degrees and it was like 90% humidity. Yeah, so tough conditions for a 10,000 metre final. And Tiernan, he was with the pack and the st- uh, he was with, running at the pace of the leaders for the whole way. Till two slowly, slowly other people were just dropping off and he just kept picking them off and hanging in there. Yeah. Two laps to go, he started to fade and... We could see on the last lap he had he was dying. He fell over three times, right? He yeah, yeah I think that so. was a, that was a crazy race. He um what was in sixth really? to go, yeah. and um with two hundred to go, things started to fall apart. Fell over on the bend. I think the heat got to his head, and yeah, when that takes over, there's no coming back from that. And then tripped again on the home straight and. 
gutsiest performance he, I've ever he was seen. Like, oh, he was pr- pretty much walking, but like in a running motion. Like, yeah. like he was so he had tightened up so much. It was. That's crazy. Like, it's crazy insane. to think like the one moment where it counts and he's done all his work, he can ruin it for you. Like that's yeah. just crazy for me to think. Like, like, I can't. I can't even picture what the marathon's going to be like. I reckon, like, uh, it's going to be such a slow race. Forty. This is my like. This is like my true bet. Forty percent of the starters will finish. Like, Mm. I reckon so many people. Even in Doha, more people finished. It was like half the field in Doha, and that was like in the middle of night at like still in blistering temperatures. This is worse. I reckon the humidity. Lyndon Hall quoted, "The humidity is the secret killer." And like, yeah. mm. I think that was a very inspirational race from Tiernan, one of all yeah. time Olympic yeah. moments for Australia. Definitely. Memorable. First, first Olympian on the podcast, so we're, yeah. we, we're big Pat Tiernan fans over here. Yeah. I can't find the Perth half marathon results. I don't think they've even uploaded them yet. Maybe I'm just dumb, but oh, actually, never mind. Desert results, I guess. Yeah, probably. All right, so you can. I'll continue with it. Peter Bowl, Charlie Hunter, and Jeff Risley in the um, all progressed through their 800 heats and then went into the 800 semis. Pretty confident. Um, Peter Bowl. Let's just give him a moment of silence. Like he's on fire. A moment of silence. There's nothing to mourn. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Let's go. celebrate this Victorian sensation. This man who's done all his training in Victoria. Don't you dare call him Victorian. He's a true Victorian at heart. Where does he live now? Where does he train now? Uh, That's what I thought. That's like saying all of of MTC is, like, Victorian. That's like saying Andrea Secretine is is Victorian, even though she's Canadian. He's not from Victoria. (laughs) No, he moved here when he was, like, 13, though, so he kind of... Let's just leave this chat. Peter Bowl, WA claims him. Okay. Can can Ask Victoria share his results on their Insta page? No. Does he run for an Ask Vic club? Yes. Yes, we can, because he runs for for St. Kevin's. But, but, no, no, no. He's Ask West. Joel Joel knows he's... No no opinions here. Peter (laughs) Bowl... Done all his racing domestically this season, pretty much undefeated like the whole season. I think over eight hundred meters. Yeah, he lost. I think yeah, lost him once. Um, but still like awesome running. They went to Europe, ran some crazy times. Fin- finished third in like the Diamond League, I think. Didn't oh. even get allowed into the Monaco Diamond League. Like they, he wasn't invited. Yeah. I know. And now and he's, he's just tearing it up. Beat, beat the beat the likes of many people, but yeah, he, um, I we all think he's going to get a medal in the final now. Um, yeah, fantastic running for him. And just, Charlie, just like to mention, uh, I've trained him. Uh, did we even say what time? Calendar. Yeah, that's when you could, <laughs> could run, Isaac. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I like the old days when me and Pete used to run every like, you know, once a month or whatever, not even. <laughs> Okay, Charlie Hunter. Did we say what times Peter Bowl ran? 141.13. 141. No, sorry, 144. Jeez. Good to see you know your fellow, um, good to see you know your fellow, uh, West Australians, mate. 
144.13 and 144.11. To be honest, I reckon his heat time could have been 143 high. Oh, you oh yeah, easily. And, like, imagine what he's going to do now with two days rest easy. as well. Two days yeah. rest, he's just going to be, like, fresh. And then Charlie Hunter. Fury. You're going to speak about him, Macro? Charlie Hunter, uh... He made it through to the semis. I do know what. No, not what. I don't know what time. He ran one forty six. Yeah, one forty six mid. Um, yeah. an awesome first time experience, like being an Olympian. Now he can call himself. Uh, I think he's just inexperienced at that elite level. Yeah, international level. I think next Paris, three more years. I reckon he'll be. Definitely one to watch. Yeah. He's, and he, and he's, eliminated. he's only raced in the NCAA season, really. He hasn't had any, any Europe race or anything. So, yeah. He's um, been a bit inexperienced on the global stage, but still some top performances from him. Um, Isaac, can take us through Jeff Rose's results? Jeff Risley. Yep. Oh, so, Jeff ran really well in the first heat to qualify for the semifinals. Not sure what. His time was, but um, yeah, he made it through, which was good to see. And then, sadly, in his semi-final, as he was making some moves down the back straight and around the bend, there was a fall between Isaiah Jewett and or Isaiah Champion Jewett and um, Nigel Amos, which we'll talk more about later. But Jeff got caught behind them in that fall, had to hurdle them, lost all his momentum, and yeah, I reckon. He definitely could have been a chance. We've seen him close pretty hard before, um, so who knows what could have happened. But, yeah, it's a shame. But, you know, his fourth Olympics, I think people were just shocked to see him even make it to the finals, uh, semi-finals. So brilliant effort from Jeff. Um, and, yeah, I'd just like to mention I've uh, run with him before as well. Have <laughs> <laughs> you run with everyone, Isaac? <laughs> have you run with Kipchoge yet? Uh, we're we're working on it. Yeah, me and him are just trying to figure out a date. Which which you can run again. When when Kipchoge was single, then we'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh mate, Uh, I've got a top sign by Usain Bolt, so a PTO. No, I've got Usain Bolt's autograph as well. Did you get it in person, or did he be there? Did he sign it like right in front of you? Alright, let's move on. Um, Oh, that's (laughs) Um. But Did you guys live in the best state in Australia? No. So, okay. well, are you, you're joking, yeah? I do. Well, I do. <laughs> um, going to take us through the women's 5K heats with Jenny Bondell, Rose Davies, and Izzy Batdoyle. Uh, Will, do you want to take us through them? I haven't. I didn't actually watch I those races. I remember the times, but I know they all. The heat probably got to them that night, and the pace seemed actually like. They all ran relatively close to their PBs that night. Like, yeah. Like, what, what did Jenny Blundell run? She actually ran pretty. Yeah, she like, was she, taking off her PB. Yeah, she so she ran pretty well. Like, and for her. Yeah. She, um, like, I think they just got, like, unlucky. I think, yeah. you know, the Indians are just, you know, miles yeah. ahead. Like, they can run their heat in four, in 1440s and it's comfortable yeah. for them and, they're kind of on that next elite stage. Yeah, I think, again, I reckon Paris, they'll be more experienced. I reckon they'll... Yeah. All the Aussies, like, we have so many young Aussies, these Olympics, so... Yeah. 
And great for Jenny Vondell to be a two-time Olympian. And I think a bit of on, um, what's it called, international racing inexperience from Rose Davies in his back door, but still Olympians and... Yeah, get them into a few diamond leagues and yeah, more experienced and yeah. The thing is, Aussies like since we don't like have much funding in the sport like for the athletes, like as uh, Kieran said last week, he had to pay for his own trip. We made the world champs for cross country. Like that means a lot of athletes can't afford to go overseas and practice for these championships. So yeah. it's a shame, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, the men's steeplechase heats. Oh, you skipped Jess. Um, oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You want to talk about that, Isaac? Since you're... Yeah, so um, yesterday morning, the women's 1500 heats were on. Um, first, uh, no, we'll talk about the international results in a sec, but um, it was some, some interesting races. Um, one of my training partners, Georgia Griffith, was in the first heat, and sadly, um, she's had some pretty bad issues with like her calf, Achilles and um uh, like plantar fascia um over the last year or two. Um and sadly that came back again um to affect her in the race. So she wasn't able to perform to her best but just to get out on the start line was an amazing effort from her. Um which I think that was just her goal really, um, to get to the Olympics and um yeah, she didn't perform to her best ability but she gave it her best effort considering um the circumstances. Um and didn't qualify for the semi-finals, but the other Aussies were able to. Jess Hull and Lyndon Hull running, I think, 403 and 404 um, to qualify through to the semi-finals. Um, Jess Hull yeah. seemed pretty comfortable. Just got pipped by a training partner, Sifan Hassan, on the finish training line. Partner. Well, Pete, yeah, they're both trying to pipped Julian. Really? No. Yeah, no, I've actually run trains with... Um, so, um, has the same coach of, as Kajelcha. Pete, Pete Julian coaches Sifan and Sun and Jess Hull. Mm. Yes, they coach, they train with Angles and Brazier. No, they don't. Mm. Yeah. Keep speaking and I'll, I'll find this out. Mate, go to search up Pete Julian's group and, like, Pete Julian on Instagram. Yeah, I am. He has in his bar who he coaches. Pete Julian. He Jess. Doesn't. I coached the Guru, Shannon, EJ, Craigie, Don, Coco, Jess, Ray, Alexa, oh. and Jordan. So she went to the left. Where is Hassan? She never trained. She, yes, she, she trained, did. She, she trained with Alberto. Yeah. Look at this. Where is it? Go scroll through his Instagram. Like, who knows? Maybe he deleted it. But they. Because oh. he definitely used to train coach her. Because I remember, no, like, I remember and um, Costa Halfen or Costa Halfen, whatever, used to train together. She just yeah. lives in Oregon and does workouts sometimes together at the Michael Jordan track. No, I no, saw she uh, used to train with him. Michael Jordan track. Michael Johnson, sorry. Please, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, it's what then the coaches. Um, I remember remember when Stefan Hassan did those two hundred reps, like after her world record. I yeah. remember the coach was commenting on some Instagram posts about how, oh, yeah, it really won't, they won't all out, and they were just, like, heaps of rest in between them. It was, like, defending the, um, explaining, going to the depth about what she actually did rather than doing all out 200 reps. 
Yeah. Um, I think Man, I, this I, Nike I, Ogden I, Project right there. Oh, Tim Robry. That's who coach. Uh, C. Oregon Project. Yeah, but that's the Oregon Project. That's not... But then she stayed with him for a while once Alberta left. Yeah. yeah. So she did train with Jess for a bit. Okay, never mind. Matter of fact is... Yeah, Lyndon Tim Robry. Lyndon Hall and Jess Hull both had stellar races and definitely be ones to watch out for in the semis and finals. Hopefully they'll make it to the final. And um, mm-hmm. do you want to talk about the steeple girls' heat? Oh, I'll talk about it if you want. Um... The oh, what's that orange? Um, what's the girl from Stanford called? I think she goes to Stanford. Amy Cashin. Amy Cashin. Yeah, Amy Cashin. Uh, she had a great, great first Olympics. Um, I don't think it was the time she wanted for, but um, good, good uh, first race at the Olympics, and I think another bit of international like non-experience. Same with Winkop. Yeah, same as Winkop. But she had a few. Hiccups going into that race, a few injuries. I, was, I listened to the Athletics New South Wales podcast on her, and uh, yeah, she said not the perfect lead up ever since nationals, but great to be on the start line. And Jane Gregson goes to her third Olympic final, and yeah, that'll be an interesting race. The last um, small Q in mm-hmm. spot in the final. She just got it, which oh, was really? pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be good. Exciting good. to watch. Watch out for Jen in the final. Um, now the, the, um, men's, men's 1500 meter, uh, unbiased decision, maybe biased decision, most exciting race of these Olympic games. Um, Maka, want to take us through? Uh, the, today's heats. Yeah. Or just how the Aussies went. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh. So Jai, Stewie and Ollie all competed in the 1,500-metre heats uh, Tuesday morning, so that is the day of recording right now. Um, uh, so Jai, he just missed, he missed out on making it to the semis, although he, he's had a great season, I reckon. And He did get unlucky with the fall as well in that last Yeah, night. I don't Was he the one responsible for Lewandowski falling, or...? Mm. Debatable. I think. Oh, yeah. I think it was just a combination like that, all congested. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that was a shame. He got clipped and probably lost some momentum from that. Otherwise, because he was like bit cat, like moving up the side of the pack. I reckon he would have qualified. Yeah. From the clips I have seen, he was in good position early, and he just let people bump him around. Like, yeah. I think that's that comes with experience. Like once you kind of get to in your spot, like you won't let people push you around as much. So I think he just yeah. needed to like hold his ground, and like like once he earned some respect, like people won't just go and push him around, you know. Yeah. Uh, Stewie, also, oh, actually, go Ollie because he was in the second heat. Wait, was Jai in the second heat? Yeah, Jai was in second. Okay. Um, Ollie Hall was in the first heat, and he came about. He he qualified for the semi-finals again. He looked quite comfortable. Didn't seem to be. I listened into the pod, uh, post-race interview with him, and he said his coach, David Richardson-Hind, pretty much him and he, all his goal is just practice getting third through the heat semis, and then hopefully it'll pay off in the final. Yeah. Get there. But I think he's definitely, if it's a slow race or even a fast race, I think he's definitely... He's going to be one, one to look out for. Yeah. He's almost been an Ingebrigtsen, so, you know. Yeah. He's definitely... Yeah, people are talking about... Ex- like obviously Stewie's gonna do really well. People keep saying that he's like the Ollie's probably Aussie to look out for. Runner. 
And yeah, and Ollie's going to have a better chance in a championship because he's done the NCAAs before, which gives that championship like. To be honest, experience. I his kick is just better. To be yeah. honest, I reckon if it's a fast race or a slow race, Australia's still going to get a medal. Yeah, for sure. Stewie or Ollie. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, who knows? Both could even get it. Like, yeah. One, if one Cherry has a race like he did at Kenyan Trials and just blows up, like, you never know what could happen. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Um, Stewie came third in his heat today. Uh, he took the pace. Well, he just maintained an even pace. Didn't want it to be start. slow. Did you see his first hundred meters? Yeah, he doesn't have a good. He never has a good start, really. Yeah. So that was shocking, especially though. Yeah, like he he ran a good race. Tactically, cool. some people say it was flawed, but I reckon it was good because he didn't he didn't waste energy on a kick. He just maintained the same pace and ran a three thirty six. So you know, got him through. That's what all he needs to do. Yeah, fair enough. I I reckon he should have maybe taken it a bit later on during the race, but if it worked for him, it worked for him. Yeah. Well. Two through to the semis. Uh, Joel, do you want to take the men's steeple heats? I am. So we had three um, Aussies in the men's steeple, Matty Clark, Ed Troopers, and Benjamin Buckingham. Um, all all, um, all of them had, not like, maybe a couple, of, yeah. Buckingham Clark, had a great race. Yeah. Matt Clark, probably not his best race of the season, running, I think, it was 8.42. And uh, I think, yeah, the heat got to him. It's been a long season, and, yeah, I think he just needs a break. But still is an Olympian now. His goal has been achieved, but I'm sure it's not the last time we see him. Um, Ed Trippis, <laughs> the young college kid. Yeah, he had a great race. I, don't think, I think he started to fade a bit towards mm-hmm. the end, but still, once again, an Olympian, and can never mm-hmm. that can never be taken away from you. And probably the best performance out of all the steeplechasers was um, Benjamin Buckingham. He had a great race. Was there with a lap to go, and I think, yeah, I don't know, faded. Didn't have that kick with a hundred to go, and um, mm. it was a PB for him. He initially he got disqualified, but then yeah, protested. Yeah, I think he's uh, number four all time now. We're running mm. eight twenty. Um, number four so, Aussie all time, obviously. Yeah, Aussie all time, <laughs> and yeah, he'll definitely. Be one to watch out for in Paris, hopefully. And yeah. Yep. Uh, what are the results now? Yep. Do you want to take this one, Isaac, since you're on the bike watching it? So, the bike. the first event we'll talk about was the first final of track and field of the Olympics, the men's 10,000 metre final. Um, we already talked about Pat Tin, and um, so obviously, as we said before, that race. Um, was interesting. Um, initially, the third of the Ugandans, I'm not sure his name, but it wasn't Kip Limo or um, Cheptegar. Oh, but Kisa. Yeah, yeah Kisa. that's right. Kisa, he went out for it. He just went out on his own and really ran it hard and had a, at most, I think, he had like 55 metres on the field. Um, but then slowly the field reeled him in. Um, Borrego was the first to make the move. He started chasing him. I think a lot of people, um, including myself, thought that that would cook Borrega, especially when she started to come back to the pack. But once the pack kind of got together, everyone just settled down and Borrega was clearly a class above and he just pulled away from the field to get the win in that last lap, followed by 
Cheptegei and Kiplimo, who were closing in on him in the last 100. And to be honest, I think Cheptegei probably would have won, but he got boxed in by Kiplimo pretty badly on that last lap, which is a shame. Um, but, yeah, oh. still a pretty good run from them. Kisa ended up dropping out. Yeah, um, so yeah, he didn't finish. I reckon he was meant to pace the other guys, but, like, they just didn't go for two hours in. Yeah, don't know what so, you're doing. Yeah. Oh, really? I, Need to mm. speak to his coach properly next time. Except the guy wanted to win the race, he had to go out from. Or he just needed to go. It was quite out of that box. Um, because once Kissa left, after a while, um, Borrega and I think it was Borrega and Ronix Caputo from Kenya. Did, did you guys see Caputo's foot strike? Yeah, so weird. <laughs> that they they oh, tried to they tried to make up the gap, but then they like made it up, but then faded again. I didn't really know. It was a bit. I think Bray wasted a bit of energy early on, um, but yeah. Um, so the next event was um, Sifan Hassan. Um, she ran the fifteen hundred heats as we said before. Um, she took the win, but with three hundred fifty meters to go, she actually got tripped pretty badly, fell over, and was out the back of that pack. And yeah, just Way ran him down, ran him down, and I think people like. I look when I obviously I knew that she caught them, but when I was watching the video, like a lot of people watching it live would have just thought that like she was going way too hard and just to catch up, and then we're just going to die off. But she yeah. flew to catch them and then just went past them in that last hundred and got I the win. Coming. And then that night she ran again in the five thousand meter final and took the win in fourteen thirty six with a huge last lap to outkick Helena Beery from Kenya and Sege from Ethiopia, who got third. So Sifan going for the Olympic triple in the 15, 5, and 10K. I reckon she can do it. She looks pretty good in the 1500 heat, considering what happened. So, uh, yeah, I think she'll be hard to beat. I reckon she'll just fatigue and be too fatigued in the 10K, maybe. I reckon reckon she'll – I think she could – yeah. I reckon – She'll get two more silvers, not two more golds. I reckon Faith Kipiagon will outkick her in the 15. True. And I reckon, oh, what's her name? G'day. G'day. Yeah. Later in the 10. But yeah, still. It depends how fatigued Hassan is. If she, like, somehow has avoided being fatigued, which she's going to be fatigued going into that race. Especially the I think, like, if it's a slow race, I think Sifan Hassan still has a chance of winning the 10 Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, Gide will have – she doesn't have the kick that Hassan has, obviously. So Gide will have to, you know, go fast in that yeah, race. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't think she'll win the 15, to be honest. I reckon both Kidiagon's beat her in Mon, was it Monaco. Yeah, Monaco, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just out, out last of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good kick. Yeah, no, do you want, you guys want to talk about Josh Kerr? Because, I, yeah. as I said before, I wasn't able to watch – um, the 15th live. Yeah, this was heat one. Uh, Josh Kerr in a stacked heat. It had Ollie Hall, Chariot, um, Philippe Ingebrigtsen. Uh, Philippe Ingebrigtsen didn't qualify. I think he ended up getting a little cue, maybe. Oh, actually, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, who else was in it? It was pretty stacked. Um, and, uh, Cole, Josh, was Cole Hawker in it? Yeah, Cole Hawker was in it. Yeah. Um, Pretty good heat. Yeah. And he ended up getting a little cue, which some would say that he was going to win the Olympics 
He still may, but that wouldn't be a big confidence booster for him. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Cole Hocker, one of the guys in my squad, Jesse Hunt, who goes to University of North Carolina, um, he was saying the other last night at training that um, he reckons Cole Hocker has quite a big chance of meddling. Like, oh, for sure. Like, he, he was saying he, he puts Cole Hocker on that podium. Like his prediction. So, and he raced against Hocker at NCAA champs in the fifteen hundred meter heats. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Sufain El Bakali wins the men's steeple, breaking the forty-year-old Kenya streak. Germa from Ethiopia second, and third was Benjamin Kaigen from Kenya. Um, that that was a great race to watch. I. Oh yeah. I got three from three on my uh, bets. Got all my bets right. And you're betting, mate. How old are you, Joe? Not, not betting, like <laughs> tipping. Yeah, predictions. Uh, I got three from three, correct. And wrong position. I, I knew Suflane could do it. I knew he could do it. Um, yeah. Ever since Rio, he's been hungry for that gold and finally deserves it. Um. <laughs> And uh, the next morning, he was out partying till 5 a.m. And then the next morning, he had to run the 1500 heats, being a 331-1500 runner from Morocco. And I think he didn't get through. Did he get through? No, he didn't. He, he did finish the race. Oh, yeah. He yeah. ended up walking the last 150. Um, So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, party it was hard quite funny because when I was watching the race, like, um, <laughs> I was watching with my mum. And she was like, she doesn't know who any of them are. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, mum, if you're listening. <laughs> and, um, and basically, she's like, oh, that Moroccan guy looks very comfortable. I was like, I reckon, I reckon he'll win. <laughs> and then he just goes yeah, along. It's pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to take us through your weird events, Maka? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just say Sunday night was probably arguably – like, like it was just a great night of athletics. Like, it was crazy. Um, Yulamar Rojas um, jumped the women's triple jump world record in 15.67 metres. She did that on her last jump after she already knew she was she had won gold. And on her first jump, she had won, broken the Olympic record. So that, that was great to see. Like, she... As soon as she started the run-up, you could tell she was going to be—it was going to be amazing. She just and she flew. So yeah, that was good to see. Uh, Carson Volholm today, uh, great I got, race. I got some stack. I got some stats. So you oh, I got them from Trackster. Um, from Trackster, Joe. Um, not sure. Okay, Carson Volholm. Yeah. Won Olympic gold in the 400 meter hurdles and broke the world record, running 45.94, breaking the world record that he set like a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, yeah. which was um, bending it by 0.76 seconds. Uh, Rye Benjamin came second in 46.162 or something. Yeah, that's right. Roughly, yeah. And then. Brazilian. The Brazilian Dos Santos, I think his name was, he came 43rd in 46.72, 0.02 fast, 
slower than Warholm's world record and the world record going into the race. So Yeah. And mm. some stats on this race, um, like according to the world ranking points, that this time forty five, nine four, whatever yeah. it was, equivalents <clears throat> to a nine point six two hundred meters, nineteen point two five two hundred meters, forty two point seven five four hundred meters, which would be a world record. 12.56110 hurdles, a 139.79800 meters, which would be a world record. A 9.40, 9.40, 100. Oh, I got 9.62. No, I got 9.40. Oh. From Truckster. Yeah. Um, and the 1500, 322.29. Yeah, that'll be another world record. <laughs> 339.53 mile. A 7.42, 3,000-meter steeplechase. A 12.25, 5,000-meters, which be a, would be a 10-second world record. A 25.50, 10,000-meters, which be, would beat the record by 23 seconds, I'm pretty sure. Um, a 2-hour, 20-second marathon. <laughs> I got 159.27. Jeez. Our sources may be different. No, it's Trackster. Surely Trust they're reliable. Trust Truckster. That's right. All right. Um, so, <laughs> Trust wait, who's your source, Joel? To sum, to sum it up, oh, I forget. Oh, okay. <laughs> to sum it up, um, that race was arguably the greatest, um, the greatest race of all time. <laughs> oh, I got Joel, what, Joel, what were you saying the other day about 400 hurdles? <laughs> um, still, still stand by that. Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, to say that equivalents to like a 323 or 322, 1500, that's just crazy. Um, can't even imagine that. I got my source from Athletics Weekly, which is a verified account, which craps on, craps Trackstar. Yeah, but I, everyone knows Tracks is better than Athletics Weekly. Trackstar Trackstar's is Um, does Athletics Weekly have daily YouTube videos at the moment? Did um, Athletics Weekly sponsor an Isaac Bibelay video? No. <laughs> where is right. it? Where is it? Isaac Bibelay's videos. Where is he? Yeah. Right. Moving on. In Take the men's high jump, Bashim and Tambiri, who um, the Italian guy, you read, <laughs> shared the high jump gold in jumping <laughs> two thirty-seven, both failing on two thirty-nine and having no failed attempts on any other height, so they drew. They had the option to pretty much, you know, split or steal, but they like they could have gone to a jump off, but they chose to share it, which I just think, you know. Pretty it's a win-win, to be honest. Like, like, why would you, why would you choose to go to a jump off? Because then you wouldn't be guaranteed the gold. Like, but they, still, they, you're not they, the gold medalist. No, nah, you are. You, you are the gold medalist. Like, you fair and square won yeah. the gold. You've drawn with them, and in the rules, I guess you, so. Like, they, um, they actually didn't get the offer. Um, the could they asked to. Yeah, they asked to. The Cortar guy mm. asked. Yeah, yeah. Iron guy bursted into tears. It was like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. great. Iron guy went off his rocker. He was going crazy. <laughs> it, it like he won the lottery. Yeah. Very good. Won Eurovision, won the Euros, got yeah, a high jump gold, got a 100 meter gold. It's all going Rome. Yeah. Still going. Uh, that, Jamaica. 
Yeah, go on. Jamaica got a clean sweep in the women's 100 metre with Thompson in first. Fraser Price second. Fraser Price second. And was it Jackson third? Yeah. 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 Great yeah. race. What, what was it? 10.60 into a headwind. So apparent, like apparently that could have been a world record if they'd had the highest pop legal tailwind. So. Yeah. And to be, and did you see their reaction after the race? That was pretty appalling. Like even when like one Aussie wins, the whole of Australia like is around mm. supporting them. Three Jamaicans got on the podium, and mm. they were like as sour as can be. Yeah, because I was trying like, to like after after all these races, you know, like in the distance, once you see the Kenyans, the Kenyan can come last in the race. They'll be still be celebrating with the guys who make the podium. Yeah. And, like, think about when Usain Bolt and Johan Blake would get on the podium. Like, they'd all celebrate together. Like, it wouldn't be like, salty that one of them lost. You could but see because Shelley and Fraser Price was not happy. Yeah, gave her a tap yeah. on the back. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, that's all good. I forgot. I forgot. It's going. Excuse me, gentlemen. And in the men's 100 metre. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, making the Jamaican 100-meter final at their national champs, they're pretty much guaranteed a gold medal, like one of them, or like a medal, one of them. Like mm. Making that Jamaican 100-meter team pretty much guarantees you an Olympic final sport. Although well, for the not men's, in the men's none of them made, made the final. No, that, that women team, that women team. <laughs> yeah. And then um, in the men's 100-meter, one of the most overhyped events at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Marcel Lamont Jacobs won from Italy, won in 9.80, which is faster than the time Usain Bolt ran in Rio. But the real winner was Rowan Browning from Australia. That's cool. Took the win in the heat to beat the second fastest man of all time, Johan Blake, and then just didn't have it in the semis. He started with Rohan Browning's the fastest all-time now. Well, Johan Blake has beat Usain Bolt, so really, he's the fastest. Rohan Browning is the GOAT. He is the greatest of all time, exactly. To be honest, 100 metres is so overrated. The amount of work marathoners put in over 100, like, compared to 100 metre runners, like, marathoners crap on them. (laughs) I I reckon for, for, like, the public... Who don't really, who don't follow athletics other than when it's at the Olympics or Com Games, eight hundred and like obviously this is probably a bit biased, but eight and fifteen are probably the best events to watch. Yeah, like all my mates like at school have been like talking about Peter Bowl and everything because they've like yeah. been watching him and like watching the Aussies do well and like it is interesting like when people actually watch it. Yeah, we yeah, just get like, so much. I I used to get so much crap like running and then all um. And then now, like, all everyone turns into big fans during the Olympics. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but they're, I mean, all, they're all rolling down. And, and then people talk trash once the Olympics ends again. So, exactly. It's a cycle, four year cycle that we all go through. Yeah, GG. Right. Uh, running gossip and news. Isaac, take us through it. Yes, sir. So, first bit of news Jared Clifford will be attempting the 1500. 5K and marathon triple at the Paralympics. So if you thought Stefan Hassan's feat was going to be impressive, this just tops that. So hopefully, and Jared Clifford will do it. Yeah, I, I reckon he, he did it. Could. He pretty it's, much did it in earlier in the year. Like he raced like pretty much every day that week. I swear. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, and if, then accidentally run a marathon world record or whatever. So exactly. They if, can he do pulls, it. if he pulls it off, this will be like the greatest truck and field moment, I reckon. Like, oh, yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah. Anyway. Better than Carson Vorholm's 400 hurdles? Yes. <laughs> Mate, that'd <laughs> be like if Carson won the one, two, and four hurdles. The, the range on if this. If there was a two from hurdles. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> ra- the range on this, if Jared does that, I'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Amos and Isaiah Jewett fell in the 800 metre semi final, but only Amos went through, and their collision also caused Risley to get clipped, potentially causing him to miss out on a final spot as well. So, yeah. Thoughts, boys? Um. Nigel Amos definitely deserves a final spot, but so does Jewett. Jewett, Jewett I don't think Risley deserves it. He was at yeah. the back. Um, but Jewett also strongly deserves one. But Nigel Amos, my predictions could be right. You never know. But My thoughts are Jewett deserved it, but Amos didn't. Yeah, I don't like Nigel Amos, honestly. I don't know why, but just... Like, I, I've, I think Nigel... Going into the comp, I thought Nigel Amos was going to win the eight. And I, I would love to see Nigel Amos win. Obviously, I prefer Peter Bolt. But thing is, if you look at the video, Jewett was in front of Amos. His He strides, like, his leg goes back behind him, because that's how you run. And um, <laughs> Amos was just, like, too close. And Jewett's leg hit Amos's shin... And, like, I think, yeah, Jewett fell over and then Amos, like, ran into Jewett as he was falling over and then they both just... I honestly reckon it was more Amos's fault, to to be honest, because he was yeah. too close yeah. to Jewett. He, he, didn't, he didn't give him any room. I'm an Amos fan. Uh, Amos fan. Um, Botswana for the win. Love the dressing line. Um, <laughs> Nigel hit me up. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think of the Ugandan singlet? I reckon it's... It's all right. <laughs> I don't, my mate, I don't my, mate my mate Jasper um said they they look like pajamas. They do. <laughs> yeah, there are some ones do. It, it's pretty much the Kenya the Kenya singlet and the USA outfit were the only ones specifically designed for them. The rest just have um stripes and like different colors. I, exactly. One one country I really like though is Brazil. Like that, those colors look sick. Algeria, I think, still have the same one they had in 2016 and the yeah. World Champs. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Yeah. Um, oh, we already mentioned Yard and the Goose, didn't we? I don't think we did. Yard and the Goose pulled out of the 1500, sad reacts only, but that means no Craig as well, so even more sad reacts. And I think, I bit, think this was a bit of a selfish decision, like, yeah. to be honest. He, it I, depends he said how far. He, he said he knew about it though, like he said he knew coming into the games that he had a sore quad, so he could have like just like he needed to make the decision right then. Like, am I going to race or am to I going to call if I was up in his situation, If I was in his situation, I would definitely would have held on to that spot because what then if you've got to go through with it? Though. You've got to go like, through with it and race. Though. But like, if you're in his situation, like, and this could be the only games he ever qualifies for. Yeah, so then go through and race so at least. You so I feel like then. if I was in his situation, I would have done the same thing. I would have like. Yeah. Held on to the spot for as long as possible, and then yeah. it's tough, but you know, yeah. What if it's the only Olympics you ever qualify for? 
with yeah, US US. I would yeah. I would have I would have at least attempted it. It's the Olympics. You've got nothing to lose. Yeah, no, he, yeah. I guess he could have just like, as heaps good runners would say, just foam roll a lot and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, right. Women's 800 meter final tonight, boys. Who you got? Um, Acting Moo, Riki and Hodgkinson in that order. Yeah, Riki well, and Hodgkinson yeah. look pretty chill, huh? I reckon. Yeah, we can just shift gears. I reckon a ting a ting a ting. And then I reckon Kelly Hodgkinson, my future girlfriend, and, <laughs> and Gemma Riki. So, Actually, yeah. Yeah. That's well, well. I reckon. Cameron Jolman. I think Mo going to get the world record. You guys reckon? Yeah. Or run close? Close to it. Not today because it should be solo, but. 154. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, now, we, we might have to skip Shoe Talk and Athlete of the Week for this week because we need to do quick or quicker. We can do Athlete of the, of the Olympics. Week. Just, we'll just do Athlete of the Olympics the next week. Yeah, yeah, because we need to get to our TVs to watch the 5K heats. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, right. quick, quick shoot quicker. Uh, we'll do quick or no. quicker now. Uh, quick shoot yeah, yeah. Hassan wore dragonflies for the 1500 heat and wore the air zoom victories for the 5k. I think she was just saving her legs. Yeah. To be honest, in dragonflies. Okay. Um, that's, that's my thoughts. Ooh. Yep. All okay. Right. Quick or quicker. All right. I bring them up. Quick or quicker, guys. Joel, hands, your hands, hands visible. Phone down. Hands visible. Joel, you don't need to be telling me, mate. Isaac, 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 come on. Hands on my head. My hands are on my head, I swear. Okay. Question one. I see Isaac, they're not on your head. You guys both get this. Um, Who, okay. Who won the 1980 Rome Olympics 1500 metre and what was the time? Whoever's closest to the time. Peter Snell. I'm not Matt Hanso. Dude, this is actually easy. In Rome. Peter Snell. No. Dave Waddle. No, oh mate, let's I'm just Joel guess. Old people. Joel guess. <laughs> I don't know, like the past two thousands. Um, yeah. Nineteen eighty. What country? Australia. <laughs> Olympic fifteen hundred meter. Don't know. Was Ryan Gregson Getty. around back then? <laughs> <laughs> not not and Getty. Um. <laughs> Don't know. Senior. Okay, we all give up on that one. <laughs> who? Yeah, who is it? Okay, I'll say Herb Elliott, and I'll guess the time. Um, oh. 3.34. Isaac? 3.36.7. Isaac was closest. It was 3.36.00. Ah, come at me. So uh, that's Isaac, a point for me. That one. That's oh, cool. Come on, <laughs> I hate Joel those. Hey, can, we keep, can we keep it above two thousands? Like I'm not old. Ah, then it's boring. <laughs> uh, it increases our knowledge, Joel. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Right. Next question. Okay. You guys should both get this. How many athletes on the are on the athletics Australia team at the Olympics? Sixty four. Yeah. Joel wins that one. Thank right. you, Australia. I knew it as well. He just beat me, bro. You said that straight away. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Question three. What is Athing Mo's 1500 meter PB? Oh, what? 410. 402. I actually forgot to write down the answer. Oh, <laughs> good one, mate. Oh, that's just a really quick 402. What'd you say, Joel? Uh, can I change my answer to 404? 
5,000. I'm just going to throw in there that he won a 1,500 medal at Summer Olympics. <laughs> um, he came first at the Olympic Marathon in 2016 and will come first at the 2021 Olympic Marathon. Um, and he has won a world championship gold in the 5,000 meters in 2003. In 2000 and 2005, I'm going to say he won a medal in the 1,500. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give Joel that one. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! Okay, so there's his medals. In five, uh, 2003, Paris, first in the 5K. He did not win it, compete at Sydney. Um, he In 2007, Osaka, he came second in the 5K. 2004, Athens, third bronze. So, he, yeah, he came third in the 5K. 2008, Beijing, second in the 5K, and Rio, first in the marathon. Jeez. All right, so I need to find another question. Just think of, like, a race off the top of your head. That you know the answer to. One that you already know the answer to. So Because mm-hmm. that means it'll be a bit easier for us as well. Okay. We've got to hurry up. Yeah. Um, only four minutes. Um, uh... Uh... Some iconic race. Like, do a national do an, Austra- do an Australian one. Yeah. Quick. Okay. Quick, fast. Oh, he's going to give you who won the 19- <laughs> 19... No, no, I just need to check <laughs> that I've got it right. Who won the 1926 uh, Monk Games? <laughs> who won the 1864 uh, men's 3200 at the Australian Champs? Um, okay, my mum sent me a photo, so... Uh, the heat to hurry up, so they're about to start. Okay, okay. Um, you guys just name the better athletics fact, and I'll give you a win. Whoever what? fact is better. No, actually, no, I won't do that. Okay, no, no. That's, that's kind of dodgy. Just think Perth, of a race. Just think Perth of a race. Distance pro- Perth Distance Project um, is the best distance squad in Australia. Will Mack no, fastest no. in WA. Um, no. Will okay, just boys, any... All right. How many Olympics have there been? What? <laughs> 32. <laughs> 32. Isaac? 32. Oh, rack off, Isaac. If you both say the same thing, then the, at the question... Yeah, I said it first. I didn't say it first. I said it first, so I win. Yeah. 33. Joe wins! Yeah! That's a robbery. Yeah. That's a robbery, and I leave. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the 5K heats at the 32nd Olympics. Was it actually real? Yeah, uh, it's 28, so you're closest. Oh, what? Okay. Oh, okay. You just said tw- um, 31, then you would have won. You've got to put in your notes, Joel takes another one. Oh, that's just a robbery. Daylight robbery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Joel's just quick and quick. He's an absolute goat. And, um, Joel with the comeback. Um, what do you mean the comeback? It's straight W's from me. Um, <laughs> and just with a made-up quote. On that note, um, here is Joel's quote of the week. I'm going to hit up my boy Steve Prefontaine on this one. The best pace is suicide pace, and today is a good day to die. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. See you, boys. See you, fellas. Let's go watch some Olympics. Let's go. Games and rewriting these old games. Taking shots like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Bro, you move too slow. I say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 40 on the spot, K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No, taking shots like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Bro, you moving too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast.
fast like Stuart McSwain. Real flashy, think I'm insane. 240 on the spot, one K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No.